Good to see each of you today. We uh, enter into a new uh, sermon series uh, this week and for the next seven weeks. We'll be talking about uh, by faith, running the race with perseverance, living by faith, all those things that keep us well connected to God and to, uh, to one another. I'm uh, excited about this uh, series. We'll be uh, talking uh, not just about faith, but about uh, living uh, by faith. Uh, the book of Hebrews um, offers what I think to be uh, a most concise uh, definition of faith. In fact, I think it's the, the most concise definition of faith that you find in the Bible. From uh, Hebrews 1, 11, we read, Now faith is sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Sure of what we uh, hope for, certain of those things we do not see. Faith and hope are intrinsically tied. The two just go hand in hand. So is um, a certainty about the things that, uh, are yet, that we are yet to experience, those things that are right around the corner. We may not see them, uh, but yet we, uh, we know that uh, as we turn the corner by faith, we know that God will indeed be with us. Hanging on uh, to hope, seeing around the corner is uh, really uh, right nigh impossible if it were not for faith. It is faith that gives us hope. It is uh, faith that gives us the courage to uh, continue to move, move forward in, in this life. During this uh, season, uh, or th- during this sermon series uh, entitled By Faith, Ashley and I will be uh, walking us through that great passage from Hebrews 11. Uh, there we find the, the writer of Hebrews lifting up some great personalities of the Old Testament. All of those uh, personalities lived by faith. The writer calls them that great cloud of witnesses. They are members of what many have dubbed the, the hall of faith, kind of coining uh, the, the, or twisting things just a bit from that uh, term hall of fame. These members of the hall of faith encourage us to, uh, to no end. They are real-life people who amid their struggles, amid what they, uh, they faced, they stayed faithful to God. And it, it was that faith in God that allowed them to persevere. By faith, they allowed God to lead them, to strengthen them, to help them to the point where they were able to throw off everything that hindered them so they could run with perseverance the race that had been set before them. Our scripture for today from uh, Hebrews eleven seven highlights one of those members of the whole of faith. Today we consider the life of Noah. He was a very, very faithful and righteous man. Hebrews eleven seven says, by faith Noah, who uh, when warned about uh, things not yet seen, in, in holy fear built an ark to save his family. By his faith, he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness that is in keeping with faith. The story of Noah is certainly one of faith. Noah placed his faith in, in, in God big time. It was just the, 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 the very reason for his living. Uh, to, to be faithful to God. 
How could he do otherwise in, in the mix of everything that he did and not be faithful? The story of Noah is also the story of judgment and redemption. As we know, God acted very decisively in response to the wickedness that had, quite frankly, gotten out of hand. Yeah, the story of Noah does uh, uh, cause us to, to pause and to consider uh, God's judgment. God also brought redemption, and we pause there as well and seek that redemption for our own lives. At the end of the day, when it came to the story of, uh, of Jonah, there was a remnant of people left who, upon uh, disembarking from the ark, would have a chance to start again. So let's uh, read a portion of the story of, of Noah. I encourage you to read the, the, the entire uh, story of Noah in the, the Old Testament book of Genesis, but today we read uh, Genesis 9, verses 9 through 22. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I am surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So make yourself an ark of cypress wood. Make rooms in it and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubits long, cubits long 50 cubits wide, and 30 cubits high. Make a roof for it, leaving below the roof an opening one cubit high all around. Put a door in the side of the ark and make lower, middle, and upper decks. I am going to bring floodwaters on the earth to destroy all life under the heavens, every creature that has the, the breath of life in it. Everything on earth will perish, but I will establish my covenant with you, and you will enter the ark, you and your sons and your wife and your sons' wives with you. May God bless the reading of his holy word. May we not only hear this word, but may we uh, make effort to take our lives and apply them to it. May God bless us all. The story of Noah is one of the most well-known in all of Scripture. It is beloved by young and old alike. This is a, a ceramic of uh, Noah's Ark. I've got a picture of it uh, here on the, on the screen. Uh, I received it uh, years and years ago, back when I was here uh, previously. It was given to me by uh, Chad and Sharon Yates upon the return from their honeymoon in, uh, in Mexico. It's always been a prized possession ever since. Uh, it's, it's absolutely uh, beautiful uh, in spite of uh, all the places where it's been broken and glued back together. Young children just can't keep their hands off this ark. 
I've learned to put it on a higher shelf just to help uh, minimize the, the risk of, uh, of things getting broken. When it comes to Noah, there have been uh, songs written, songs uh, that are uh, really familiar to us. Who of us haven't uh, sung, the, the Lord said to Noah, there's going to be a floody, floody. The Lord said to Noah, there's going to be a floody, floody. Get those animals out of the muddy, muddy children of the Lord. Rise and shine. And we're all up and we're rejoicing at uh, this great story of, uh, of Noah. A few years back, there was even a, a movie called uh, Evan Almighty, starring Steve Carell. Steve was uh, a politician whose uh, desire was to uh, change the world. Well, he did just that uh, as God intervened into his life, just not the way he thought he would. Noah walked uh, with God. It's what Noah was all about. Noah didn't let the highs and lows of life uh, really impede him. He just stayed faithful. And as the scripture records, uh, Noah was a righteous man. There was plenty of opportunity for, for Noah to go astray. There was a lot, just like with us, that was pulling and, and pushing him in a lot of different directions. Noah and his family were, <coughs> were surrounded by, uh, by evil. The world was absolutely uh, corrupt. Evil abounded. Violence was everywhere. It's just uh, the way things uh, were in, in that, that, uh, that time in the world. Uh, in fact, the, the, the moral fabric of society had deteriorated. How about uh, all these things and, and what we're living in, in today? God had uh, even come to the place, in the mix of all this, to regret making man in the first place. Uh, he, um, he grieved over things, God did, grieved deeply. In God's eyes, something had to be done. So he called on Noah, this one who had walked blamelessly among the people of his time, and asked Noah to build an ark in preparation for what God was about to do. So it was in, in Moses, uh, I'm sorry, in, in Noah's faith in God that he, um, he gave, um, the, the, God gave the wherewithal for him to, uh, to, to go on and, and persevere and in fact build the ark. You see, without faith, Noah wouldn't have been able to, to cut the first board or to drive the first nail. What God was asking Noah to do was a big deal. It was uh, very much one of those apocalypse events, one of those events that would clearly change the world. Building the ark wasn't just a, a step of faith. It was a leap of faith. With, with faith, though, Noah was able to see what others couldn't. And there were a lot around, a lot of naysayers as, as Noah was uh, working on the ark. With faith, Noah was able to persevere. It's never easy to step out when it seems foolish to other people. We may stand strongly with faith, stepping out, but yet others around may chide us. I feel God always honors that sort of foolishness, if you will. Paul writes about such things when he, when he talks about the cross. He says, for the message of the cross is foolishness 
to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. And in the early New Testament church, as the people were uh, responding by faith uh, to the, the profound nature of the cross, many would point fingers, many would chide, many would say how foolish that is, but for those who believed, it was the very power of God. I think there's something here for us. Noah persevered when everyone around him chided him for what he was doing. It comes to us to persevere as well, even when we may find others chiding us. What Noah was, was doing did seem outlandish. You know, on face value, somebody building an ark in the middle of nowhere, that was just the epitome of foolishness, or so it seemed. It was easy to take pot shots considering what God and, and Noah were up to. If we are walking with God and standing with faith, we shouldn't be surprised when pot shots come our way, particularly when we take into consideration the way things are today. We need never be surprised that, that others may chide us as well. We, too, live in an age where it seems as if society is deteriorating around us. It seems like violence is, is everywhere. Evil abounds. Rest assured, as we stand with faith and seek to walk with God, to be obedient to God, He will indeed sustain us. It's a good word for us, a good word of encouragement, and one we need to live by. God says this through the prophet Isaiah, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God will always do that, and we will notice that and experience that by faith. Noah followed God's instructions to a T. Scripture is really clear about that. We have all been there, haven't we, on uh, Christmas Eve, late at night, trying to put together the, the kids' toys. And we just dive in and start assembling. And that assembly seems simple until it isn't. It's then that we begin to consult the instructions. We pull those out, and they usually just fold out and out and out again. But the instructions make a huge difference. Noah was instructed to build an ark that was 450 feet long, 75 feet wide and 45 feet high. The length of that ark alone was one and a half football fields. It was an enormous structure. If you've ever been or have seen the, the ark encounter in Williamstown, Kentucky, just south of, uh, of Cincinnati, you know what I'm talking about. If you're driving along I-75 and you come to that Williamstown uh, exit and you just look off to the side, you can, you can see it from the, from the highway. It is an enormous structure. The lessons that we uh, learn from, um, from Noah in regard to his faith in building a, a, a large structure just like this, following God's instructions, is that faith 
and obedience go hand in hand. In fact, when faith is strong, when we seek to live by faith, then we'll want to be obedient. We need to be obedient. It's just a natural expression of our faith. It was for Noah, and it is for those of us who seek to live by faith. A robust faith will always produce an overwhelming desire to be obedient. No wonder Noah followed God's instructions so well. Genesis 6.22 says this, Noah did everything just as God commanded. And the reason behind that was Noah's faith. By faith, it was Noah's every desire to please God. The ark took a long time to build. We, we kind of lose that as we read quickly through the, the scriptures. Some have said that it took almost 100 years uh, to, to build. It took a long time to build. And in that long time, it, was a, it, it, it gave plenty of occasion for Noah to consider what, in fact, he was doing, to, to begin to think, wow, I, I'm going out of my mind here doing, doing what I'm doing. No matter how faithful we are, we wonder if what we're doing is headed anywhere. It happens to all of us. We strike out in faith, and we get along with what we're doing, and we begin to wonder about it. We wonder if what we're doing is, is going to help anybody, going to do anybody any good. It's all too easy when it comes to faith, when it comes to living by faith, to, to wobble every now and then. We begin to think, um, are things going to really work out? Surely Noah, in that long period of time of building the ark, had to at least think, is this thing even going to float? I remember the year we, uh, we were getting uh, New Song off the ground. New Song was that uh, music, Christian music festival I worked with for, for a number of years. All of us had a sense of where God was leading us. We could envision how things looked even before uh, we, we got things underway. I've got to tell you, though, we had a lot of, uh, lot of naysayers. It didn't help much, but we had them all along. I even remember Bishop Duffy, who was the bishop at the time, uh, calling to, to ask me, is this thing really going to, to pull off? And I remember, just as if it was yesterday, well, well sure it is. I, uh, I responded almost immediately, but yet I was wondering in the back of my mind the very same thing. Is this thing going to really pull off? Cheryl and I uh, went out to dinner with some good friends of ours uh, a week or so ago, Sal and Cindy Rubino. You might uh, know the Rubinos. They uh, ran the cafe uh, over on Brent Street for, for a number of years. Uh, after dinner, uh, Sal uh, took us to see his latest project. Sal's always got some project he's got going on. Uh, he, um, he's building two homes in the middle of a somewhat spotty neighborhood. Sal sees the potential. He envisions how things are going to play out. I wasn't so convinced. He has proved me wrong, though, so many times before. Sal perseveres despite what others may think. I've always appreciated his faith, his vision, and his willingness to persevere. 
As we quoted just a bit ago from Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. Such is the way it is for those who walk with the Lord and seek to follow his instructions. And that was the way it was, indeed, for Noah. So the ark was built, and the floods came. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. We all know that. The movie Evan Almighty has Steve Carroll calling out to God as the ark is completed. Okay, God, how about some precipitation? He didn't have to wait very long. That precipitation came. I've read that the the ark was a cruise ship of a different sort. In effect, it was a floating zoo. Noah and his family were by no means uh, on a pleasure cruise. The smell alone would have been overwhelming. We we tend to lose sight of that as we rifle through the the Scripture and reading this story of Noah. By faith, though, every one of them persevered. Sometimes the the journeys that that we make, the journeys that we make by faith seem overwhelming as well. We find ourselves right in the middle of them and we wonder, wonder, sometimes even out loud, whether we're going to make it or not. It is only by faith, though, that we will. Let's face it, life's not all that easy. Life can be uh, downright messy. And sometimes... It can even smell to to high heaven. It can even feel like we're on some sort of uh, bad cruise where we're closed in and we have nowhere else to turn. And we figure, quite honestly, that it will never end. Faith, though, has a way of helping us day by day. It was Jesus who, uh, who said, don't worry about tomorrow. In effect, he was calling us to live day by day, which at its base is a call to faith. If God uh, meets us in the present day, if God's seeing us through what's going on today, then can we not trust that God will do the very same thing for ensuing days? Don't worry about tomorrow. Well, that's the sort of thing that was going on for, uh, for Noah. By faith, really, he had to live day by day, as tough as those days were sometimes. Noah endured the flood. All those days on the, the ark with all those animals, tending to all that needed to be tended to, even listening to the complaints of his family, and I'm sure that those were there. Noah made it through the cruise, as tough as it was to land on the other side. As the song goes, the sun came out and dried up the landy landy. The sun came out and dried up the landy landy. Everything was fine and dandy dandy, children of the Lord. I'd mentioned just a little bit ago that the story of Noah was not just a story of judgment, but it was also a story of redemption. What Noah and the world endured ushered in a brand new day. Let's not lose sight of that. 
By strong and sure faith, Noah helped make that happen. Noah and his family will get to the other side of God's judgment to experience redemption. Moving forward, there was tremendous potential for things to be mightily different. In a lot of ways, that's uh, what goes on with us. We've experienced new life. We've experienced redemption in the name of Jesus. Instead of judgment, there is redemption, and Jesus makes that possible. We, we talked about, all, about that all through Lent, leading up to Easter and even beyond. We focused on the cross that paves the way for our freedom in Christ. In Noah, God struck a new covenant with his creation. He promised that he would never destroy the earth by flood. And we live in that covenant even to this day. As a sign of that promise, God cast a a, a rainbow in the sky as a firm reminder of the newness of life he longs to offer. Not only the people in in that age that survived uh, through the the, the ark, but uh, he he offers uh, that, uh, that covenant for us as well, the promise of redemption. And we find it sealed in in Christ. I remember years ago uh, traveling uh, through a rainbow. We were making our way through uh, Huntington, West Virginia on I-64. We had uh, moved through this tremendous uh, thunderstorm. The the sun began to peak out and the clouds were were dark up ahead. And and against that backdrop, a a, a beautiful uh, rainbow seemed to just bend right to the road. And in fact, that's uh, exactly what happened. One one side of it rested just over the highway. We came to it and actually drove through that rainbow. I have uh, never encountered that. All the colors, all the light, it was just absolutely surreal. I remember that day as I do every day that I uh, see a rainbow. I remembered God's covenant that paves the way to new life, a covenant that was struck uh, during the, the, the day of Noah, and a covenant that, brought, that was brought to fulfillment in the day of Christ. I remember Noah's faith and what a difference it makes. And then I'm left to grapple with my own faith And how as I live by faith, I might know God's redemptive ways for my life as I seek to give myself to Jesus. I remember how God can can use my faith even to bring his good purpose to the lives of other people living by faith, seeking to, um, to follow God's instruction seeking to, to make your way, my way, your way, through, uh, through whatever it is we face with faith and knowing that on the other side, there is always redemption, the very good news of Jesus Christ for each of our lives, lending light and color and beauty to all that is, uh, is going on in us and through us. This is a great story. It is a great story of faith 
faith that awakens us to the good news of God's redemptive power in our lives. Let's pray together. God, thank you for, um, for blessing us, for calling us to lives of faith. We pray, Lord, that we live by faith. Even when it's tough to do so, may we stay at it. Send your spirit to help us and enable us in that deep and abiding response of giving our lives to you. Lord, we pray that we seek after uh, your instruction and follow, and that we would follow it. We pray, Lord, that above all, that we would know of your redemptive power to bring new life, even to us, so that we may then turn and offer the same new life to those who are around us. God, we simply pray today that you would help us to live by faith, sustain us, strengthen us, and bless us as only you can. This prayer we make in the name of Christ our Lord, trusting in the power of that name for today's world. Amen.